Hey, it's Craig. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Canadian History X early and ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greetings and welcome to another episode of Canadian History X. One thing that I like to do with the podcast is interview prominent Canadians who have made a mark one way or the other. A few weeks ago, I interviewed Elvis Stoiko. I've interviewed scholars and people who are interested in history. And today, I have a podcast episode with an interview with Stephen Campbell and Ryan Russell. Maybe you don't know those names specifically, but chances are you've heard of their characters, Ollie and Jacob. From On the Bench. This show is one of my favorite shows on the internet. I love it. I've watched it for about two years now, and it is hilarious. And I cannot recommend it enough, especially right now when we're dealing with COVID 19. This is a great way to just find a good way to laugh and watch these two characters as they give horrible advice for playing hockey. Now, these two guys created the show a few years ago, and now. It's become massive. I mean, they've done a commercial with Connor McDavid. They've been to the All-Star Game. It's huge. And so I want to interview them and learn a bit more about them. But before I do, let's kind of go to one of the clips so you can get an idea of the show. Hey, boys, welcome back to another Epi. We're here at our private training facility. Jacob, tell what we're doing. Well, boys, with the CZ coming up in a couple months now, we're going to get you prepped. So this is Quick Wheels. Have a buddy. Just give you a little nudge. Try and get you off your toes a bit, boys. That was light. Get up. It wasn't light, Jake. That was light. When the boys are working out, make sure they're ready. Hit them from the numbies, boys. Gotta be ready, Jacob. Partner cracking. It's called the flipping tip. You can do this at any rank, boys. Really recommended drill. I recommend it. So there you have it. Now we're going to go to my interview with Stephen and Ryan about On the Bench and their characters, Ollie and Jacob. I guess uh, first question, how did you guys uh, meet? Uh, we met uh, in Airdrie just before I graduated, probably 2007-ish, uh, at the Airdrie Skate Park actually. We met skateboarding. Really? And then uh, yeah. you, uh, you guys started uh, coaching minor hockey, right? Uh, yeah, we started coaching uh, the Bantams. 
Uh, you started Pee Wee's and then we I started Pee Wee's and we brought Ryan on uh, when we took on the Bantams. And from what I've read, that's kind of where the characters of Volley and Jacob kind of started to form was when you guys were coaching uh, the kids? Yeah, it was um, when we were at practices, we were having a lot of fun, like having more fun with the kids. Like we're still teaching them, but we're um, doing drills and like having fun, making them compete against us. And so that's where we had the idea that if we make it more fun, like kids are going to engage more. And then it just kind of spitballed into different videos and from there and just uh, skating on concrete and everything like that was uh, success that was created from the idea of just having fun playing hockey instead of making it a business. Uh, was the skating on concrete kind of the video that kind of push started things? Because I remember that was kind of all over the place. Yeah, that was the original one that went viral. Yeah. For us, yeah. Yeah, three three years ago yesterday, I only posted that one. So, <laughs> it was an anniversary moment for us. And uh, so you you create the channel. You've you're starting to put videos up. And uh, did you expect kind of this kind of success? I mean, you guys went to the All Star Game. You're doing a commercial with Connor McDavid. You wanted to be successful, but do you expect this kind of level of success with it? No, definitely. We. We, we thought it would be cool to get like some free stuff, like some free hockey gloves or like a free stick, but we never thought it would take off like this for sure. Yeah, it was uh, very surreal. There is no way that, even if you ask us now, like imagine your wildest dreams, we would have never strung this together. We thought maybe at best like local sensation, couple thousand views here and there, but not on this level at, at all. When did you start to realize that it was big? Like you were being recognized, uh, like beyond maybe the views on the channel, but being out and people are recognizing you being requested to go places like the All-Star Game, that kind of thing. Um, for me, the most, I guess when it got the most real was when we got called to Toronto for a Wayne Simmons ball hockey tournament. And um, I mean, just that alone was really cool. Like we got, I never traveled really beforehand, so get to go on an airplane somewhere I've never been, um, and the foundation like that. And then my favorite player has always been Drew Doughty. Is like I like G-Man. I'm a G-Man, so we walk into this place, and um, Doughty is part of it. And there's a few other guys that obviously good hockey players. Um, so we're sitting in this room waiting for us to do our thing, and Doughty comes in and asks us to take a picture with him. And that was the craziest thing because I was like, I'm a huge fan of him. And he kind of ruined that moment for me because he asked me for a photo and I was really just taken aback by that. Yeah, I don't know. It's all been surreal. I don't even know if it's all like, it's been three years, but it, I don't even think it's sunk in. But that is one of the ones for me is when we went to Dubai and um, we didn't even know there was hockey out there. We went out there and we hit up a local rink and we had fans out there in Dubai, which is surreal. Is there a favorite episode or a favorite memory that you guys have from the show so far? I think mine's the LA Kings one. Yeah, to the the LA King ones. Uh, the, those were super early on as well, uh, and or the McDavid commercials for the EA Sports games. Yeah, those are top my top faves. Yeah, those are top and just general memory. But I would say like going to Dubai. I would have never. Um, pictured myself being yeah. in Dubai ever and so getting to go there 
see their culture and also see their hockey was, and play in their hockey games was unbelievable. Now, looking at the episodes, do you guys plan those out or is it more kind of an improvised thing? Like, for example, when you're doing the shots or you're taping up the sticks and you're making up the names for them, is that kind of just on the spot or do you guys kind of have a plan going forward when you do an episode? We, we have like a little, we have like a general idea when we go into one, be like, all right, we're going to do, let's say a slashing tutorial, but we won't know what we're going to do. We'll just be like, all right, let's, and then as soon as we get to the rink, we just start, we just start filming. There's no going into any of it. Do you get a lot of people coming to your little uh, outdoor rink in Airdrie? Like when they see you filming, do people stop by and talk to you or do they kind of give you space to kind of do the, do the work? They hang out. They'll uh, they'll hang out. They're they'll be very respectful. They'll hang out on the sides and watch like they're at a hockey game. Um, and when they see a moment where we're taking a break or switching pucks or camera angles, uh, they'll politely ask for photos or whatever, and we'll go talk to them for a bit. But for the most part, everyone's like really respectful, and uh, they'll let us do our thing. They'll they'll watch it and then um, seize the moment and then. Um, usually just take them off or walk for a bit, but yeah, it's, uh, we got people showing up at the first year of the private training grounds. <laughs> we had one cool moment where it was some guy, he watched our stuff. Where was he from? He's from like England. England. And he had, he had no idea where we filmed or even where we were from. And he had moved to the place where we filmed and we were filming and we happened to just drive by and it was just the craziest <laughs> thing. Yeah. What are the characters? <laughs> just why? Um, do you do you get it? People who maybe don't recognize that you know there's characters Ollie and, and Jacob, and then there's you guys. Where they may be confused to think that's actually how you guys are. Is that come up at all? Or yeah, I, a lot of the time, honestly, it seems like people feel we like live at like every single day, every single minute in our getup. Um, for the most part, I think people get it that, yeah, it is a character. Um, but, yeah, there's definitely people out there that they ask if our hair is real, um, <laughs> if we sleep in it, if it's like PJs, if we like shower in our stuff. And um, so, yeah, there's definitely some people that I don't think have quite made that connection yet, but um, pretty funny every time. How did you come up with the, the looks for the, for the characters? Because you guys both have a very distinct look for each character. I honestly don't even know. It was just like picking our gear for, for, for me. It was like, what's the most ridiculous stuff I can kind of come up with? Like the cowboy boots, um, the jean vest, kind of just like an old school hockey team, but a little more ridiculous. Yeah, I just really like plaid, though. So I just threw plaid on. <laughs> and then I had a, a Flames jersey, like barely fit me. I think it was from when I was about eight. And so I threw that on. Um, yeah, everything was just literally stuff that I had in my closet at first, and then it got modified. I found the Tim Hortons bucket in the top of my closet, and so I needed a stunt strap on that, and then just had to make it more ridiculous and just try and, like, stereotypical Canadian, what would someone, like, super Canadian wear? So I just wanted <laughs> plaid vests and sneakers and all that fun stuff. Uh, watching the episodes, you guys tend to take a beating. I mean, you've taken pucks to every part of the body, checks to the boards. Uh, has there been a case where there's been like a bad injury? Like I think one of you got hit to the face with a puck once. And I mean, I can't count the number of cross shots you guys have had 
So is there one that really kind of stands out? Um, not really. For I had a, a concussion. That was about it from Drew Doughty. And that's probably the biggest I've had. Mine was like the puck to the face and stuff, but you, know, you can bounce back from that. But yeah, the concussion, I think for me, is the biggest. Mainly just bruises, bumps, and scrapes. For the most part, we're absolute units. Yeah, <laughs> we don't get hurt. <laughs> Were the characters inspired by anybody you knew or kind of, like you mentioned, kind of a stereotypical Canadian, but it was, or is it just kind of, just grew over time? Just grew over time. There was no, nothing like that, I don't think, for mine. I don't know what yeah. In the beginning, I was thinking like along the lines of like the hoser mentality, like Bob and Doug type thing. Um, and then, yeah, it just evolved into its like own thing. But just, yeah, being those stereotypical Canadians and doing all the stuff people assume Canadians do so any kind of favorite part of the show that you guys really enjoy doing like a type of segment you enjoy doing or uh it's just anything that really kind of stands out as something you guys really like to do uh, my favorite thing to do personally is beat the crap out of my best friend <laughs> uh, that's always fun um and it's I, I honestly I think that's it um, it's fun just going into it is just fun yeah like as soon as we put a, put on the gear, we can pretty much just do whatever we want. That is have, have fun. How do you come up with the episode ideas? Like the kind of outline of it. Um, we don't. We just kind of like if there's something that's like current in the NHL that happened. Like if it's when Sveshnikov did those Michigan, those two Michigan goals. Obviously, those were like going around the league. So we decided we wanted to hop on stuff like that, and then um, we'll just do that. And or we'll just try and think what haven't we done or how can we do uh, something in a new way that's fun. And it's literally just on the spot. All right, yeah, today let's uh, work on one-on-one. So let's just try and kill each other. Uh, basically. Uh, is there an expectation to kind of go more and more, do something different each time to uh, to keep people coming in? Or you know, do you have that formula that that really works for you guys so you stick with it? I don't know. It's tough because um, we've done, what, four different job epis, and they do quite well every single time. Um, I think there's some stuff, as long as we keep new and fresh, obviously if we redo the exact same uh, stunts, then it's going to grow old, but I think as long as, because every hockey play, even though you practice like one way, it's all about being creative on the ice. You'll never see the exact same play over and over again. And that's what we try to do is even if we're doing slashes again, it's a new way to slash, like new follow throughs, new uh, terminologies and stuff like that. So that's basically all we just try and do is figure out what we haven't done. And if we have done it, how can we do it in a new way? Um, is there a guest or a person that you'd like the characters to interact with, like kind of a dream guest you've, like you've had Drew Doughty, you've had Connor McDavid, but is there somebody that would be like the ideal person you like on the show? I honestly, I, w- I really want to get John Tortorella. I really want to have him <laughs> in a video. Torts would be Torts would be like, the banter would be so good. <laughs> and, um, you know, obviously maybe Sid would be fun. Yeah. Sid or Obi. But... Yeah, any one of those superstars or that. Uh... Even being in uh, one of Justin Bieber's music videos would be pretty <laughs> iconic. 
how's the pandemic changed things? Cause I, like you guys are doing the mini six thing right now, but has it really made you kind of try and find new ways to keep the show going, but without going out? Yeah, it's kind of, a, it's kind of honestly benefited us a little bit more because a lot more people are at home on their computer. YouTube was one of our slower platforms. And then we did the mini six series and now like the following on, on there is just skyrocketed and the views. So, I mean, yeah, I think it's benefited us mixing yeah. it up. It's been a blessing in disguise for sure. In in that regard, obviously it does make it difficult. Like if we need supplies, there's only so many places you can go to get supplies right now. Um, there's only so many places you can go outside, and obviously you need to be careful, and we need to be careful, especially if we want to continue. Um, so it's about being creative for us right now and trying to think outside the box and um just try new things at home different things that we can and i feel we're pretty good at being creative so i'm not too worried about us um falling through the cracks in this one i think we're gonna uh do all right and and get through this for sure and hopefully we can help people get through this with a few laughs or a few broken bones at the very least um and this is your full-time job right this is what you guys do for a living now or correct yeah yeah yeah, I left, uh, I just left my full-time job in October. So I've been, he's been a little bit longer because he felt the effects of the oil and gas industry early on. And then, um, I was lucky enough where I worked. So I held on for a little extra longer, but now we're going strong. And, uh, last question. Uh, what do you guys got coming up? I know you've got, you've got a book out. You did a single last year. Uh, you got your store, so you know what do you guys got going on that people can find you and find your stuff at? Well, we did have a lot of stuff coming up, and then it all got canceled. Um, so right now we're working on streaming um, on Twitch. Uh, all our social is on the bench or on the bench crew, um, but yeah, all our social media is there. Um, YouTube, YouTube, yeah. Twitter. Snapchat. Yeah, the, yeah. The Twitch. We just had a game against Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner and Nasher. <laughs> Got completely destroyed, ten nothing. But we'll we'll definitely bounce back. I hope you enjoyed that interview with two fantastic guys who make a fantastic show. And if you did, please give a rating and review. You can also support the podcast by going to Patreon. Go to Patreon.com/slash/CanadaEHX. You can email me at Craig at CanadaX.com. And you can visit hundreds of articles on my website at CanadaX.com. Thanks, and we'll see you again next time.